Peace, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of the Corner Store Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Koval. First of all, thank you so much for tuning in these last bunch of weeks. We've had some great episodes, and I hope you are as inspired as I am by the people coming on the show. Um, a few things to note. One, you know, we've had a, a bit of a redo on Apple, so please continue to rate and subscribe there. Also, please feel free to let us know who you want to see on the show. I've had some people reaching out, and I'm going to get back to those folks. And it's always good to know who you want to hear and be able to put me on, as I hope I'm doing with you uh, every every week. So today we have uh, someone who has been incredibly busy. Uh, it's just a tireless work in um, in these times. Um, Delilah Martinez is a curator and the proprietor of Vault Gallery in Pilsen, whose reach is really all city and beyond at this point, um, you know, is at the center of the mural movement, which we'll, we'll get into, and many, many other things that she is going. Uh, Delilah, congrats on all your uh, work, and uh, thank you so much for being in the corner store this afternoon. Thank you so much. I'm so honored. I've heard great things. I know all about um, your podcast, so it's it's pretty cool to finally get on here. Well, it's very cool. Yeah, it's 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 overdue, and and thank you for being on. I, I guess you know you just you really have not taken a breath. It seems just from all the productions that and and the work that that you've been doing, uh, really since In Shelter, and then particularly I guess maybe since uh, the the resistance, the continued resistance movement and uprisings. Um, just give us give us a little snapshot of what you know your last bunch of months have looked like. Um. So it, it really just um, got busy around. You know, everything started closing in March. So my original business is called VIP Paints, um, which we do a lot of like sip and paint, um, candle making, BYOB classes. So um, that closed down around March and uh, it was kind of depressing and I was really sad about it. But other things started to pick up. I started to volunteer at Healthy Hood. My friend Tanya is uh, founder of Healthy Hood. So I was there volunteering with her. And um, shout out Tanya Lozano every day. Shout out, you know. Yeah, shout out to Tanya Lozano. Yeah. She's amazing. She's yeah. um, one of the women I admire, and um, always um, she's just a great leader here. Um, so yeah, in about June, um, when everything kind of started going down with everything being closed and the looting and the board ups in the whole city, that's when I just started kind of curating murals to be on boards and it really just happened by accident um i remember at that time there was quite a few bit of rumors of black and brown communities not getting along um one of my friends of whom was also volunteering with me uh, we were trying to donate meals to his area on the south side and he wanted to come pick them up but he felt uncomfortable coming to pilsen to pick them up so that just really raised a red flag because usually he comes to my events. He's somebody that comes to my house. We hang out all the time here in Pilsen. So um, that was that kind of was um, that stood out in my head. But it all really started because my friend Mario from Chicago Midwest made here in Pilsen. He just reached out to me and we were talking about the rumors. And he's like, well, why don't I just let you come with one of the um, artists and put Black Lives Matter in the front of my store? And I was like, oh, cool. I could have somebody come in like an hour. And I had Frills, Clue, uh, Fire Falco, I'll show up. And we decided to do like a whole mural. Right. We don't know where they were going to go with it. I just know they're amazing. Yeah. So it really just started with that one. And then um, 
a lot of the store owners were boarding up at that moment at those hours and we had to rush through it because we this was at curfew time so they had a couple hours to to get through this whole thing but a lot of the store owners were like oh that's cool we, you know we want to do that too we want to support the message too so like the next day i had like i think five or six more stores on 18th street and i started just reaching out to artists like hey you want to do this and you know it's all volunteer work maybe the store owner could come up with a couple of bucks for materials but really it's just volunteer you know if you want to come out and do a mural great and i'll write you know with no hesitation a lot of the artists just started coming out to do the murals um and that's just kind of how the ball started rolling with that yeah. it was not intentional at all it was just you know, me doing what I normally do, which is like to organize and uh, manage mural projects. Yeah, and I, w- I want to ask about that in a moment. But at this point, how many of these murals have you done then since since that time? I'm going to say between like 72, 77 since June. Wow. Um, somewhere around there. Some include now um, bigger permanent walls. Um, so I, I did a lot. I did around, I'm going to say 65, 66 boards on businesses and then I, I also did some permanent walls too right and how many different artists about have you have you worked with 50 to 60 artists maybe a little over right. um i tried to count but i it's just somewhere around 60 okay somewhere around 60 different artists some of them um did repeated stuff and um yeah i mean with no hesitation they all just started coming and, and and it was it was mind-blowing every you know every what everybody was coming up with um so and there was no you know we gave them complete creative control the most important thing is that it supports the message black lives matter black and brown unity so if it supports that then you're you know you're good to go yeah we recently had on on the corner store we had tubs talking a little about that one of the permanent places um the 79th and stony mural that is stunning across yes. from the old regal theater right yeah that, that, i just got chills but yeah it's um it's, it's really amazing um and the, how that came about you know it came from you know our first mural being erased so it's 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 kind of crazy how one thing that is so bad and sad that it could turn it into something completely different and again we didn't know that was going to happen um but then look what they did you know and then we also had max Samson come and um, bless the mural as well and we did some great things with the community we met a lot of the people in the community we've uh, befriended a whole family of whom the three teenage boys and one teenage girl comes around all the time comes to healthy hood still works on the projects um, still comes around and also they're on the paid program with the mural movement as well yeah. so um, for for the youth so um, we created great relationships over there and um, one of the most beautiful things when we got there was a lot of the residents when they were coming out the first day I always like to talk to the residents because I let them know why we're there what we're doing come meet the artists if you want to help us great and a lot of them already had saw what happened on the news um prior about the first wall being erased so once they knew that that was the wall we were repeating they got really excited i've had people were like that's our that's our shit you know no one's gonna erase it it's we're gonna protect it you know we're not gonna let nothing happen to it and you know that's the type of energy we really want um so that was like a really beautiful thing we had a couple of residents come and do their own stuff on the side as well and use the spray paint 
Um, so it, it, it was a beautiful thing. No, that is amazing. And you, you mentioned, so as a part of this movement, you've also essentially created a, a, a jobs program too, where you're paying younger people to act as apprentices on these productions? Yeah, so how that actually happened by accident too is um, Healthy Hood, they said, hey, you know what? We love what you're doing. Um, we could help support paying the youth between the age of 16 to 24. We'll help build you a team. We, we like what we want to support you. We want to build you a team so you could keep creating. Because, you know, the thing is, I'm doing I'm mostly everything by myself up until that point. And so we had about 10 to 12, um, most, some of them from Pilsen, some from the South side and ended up being those three boys from the South side. They got into the program. So, um, they've been getting paid actually since that point with me. Um, they've been on every mural project and you know, they still are around. They come in once or twice a week here to vault gallery to help me. These are all like great, um, teenagers, one off to college. They all kind of want to do what we all are involved in. So, um, it's great. Yeah, no, it's it's terrific. So, uh, so I want to go back a little bit because you know, organizing and the arts, and organizing in the arts or via the arts, uh, doesn't just happen overnight. And so, I, I guess you know, I'm I'm super interested about you know the places you come from and how you started to develop an interest in these in these fields. So, you know, where where do you come from? So um, I'm from Chicago. Uh, my my mom and my grandmother have always been like very arts and crafts. Um, I've always created stuff as a kid um, in high, uh, elementary school, high school. I've always been really creative and making my own stuff. Um, so I've always had that in me. Um, in my 20s, I was a web designer. This is at the time where there's like HTML code. So I was more into like graphic design, web design type of stuff. Um, but it really came about... Like when I was like 29, 30, I was living in Texas. Although I'm from here, I've lived in San Diego 10 years. I've also lived in Dallas two years. And I always wanted to kind of, that was between, you know, the ages of 20, uh, between 20 and 30. So I always wanted to come back here. And I, I said, if I come back there, like, I don't want, I don't know. I don't want to have to get a job. I really want to start my own business. And at the time I was going to um, painting classes, I picked it back up. I was at a point where I'm just like kind of bored, like what am I gonna do? And I'm just painting. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna start having painting classes in my apartment as soon as I get there. And I did, um, I would teach some, my friend would teach some. They're really basic sunsets, flowers. And I started having like all these people coming to my apartment and my landlord was like, okay, this is enough. You have like, I, we support you, we love it, but now it's too many people. Um, so that forced me into a store and then I had the store, but at the time I started having a lot of different artists work for me, local artists. And, um, one of them, his show got canceled and I was kind of like managing, but oh, I've always done this for free. These, what I do as like for managing projects, I've always done for free naturally, like connect people or hey you should get a mural this looks great like I'm, i know an artist that could come these are things i've always naturally done so i've always been good at it i've always been like supportive of things i love and i've always just been good at business when it comes to that because i love it so it's like a passion of mine mm. so um i i convinced a coffee shop to let this artist do a whole show there um it was botris here on 18th street but then they closed down and last minute they said the show is canceled so i'm like let me throw you a show you know um and, you know, he was like, what? You don't know how to sell art? And I'm like, it's going to be great. I'm going to turn this. Is good. This place is going to look like a gallery. 
and it'll be great. And we had a show, and I think he had about 17 pieces. I sold about 13 or 12. I didn't have many left. And I was like, oh, I'm really good at this. And then we had another artist. Um, what artist was, was this like, hey, with, wanna... with this show, by the way, if you don't mind me? First first was Carlos Delgado. And yeah. he goes by uh, Manos. Yeah. Um, and then the second one, I had Troy Scat um, also working at VIP Paints for me. And he was like, oh, you know, I really like how you put that together. And, you know, maybe you could throw me a show. And I was like, oh, yes, because at this time I'm a big fan of Troy. I'm yeah. like, I'll throw you a show and and then I throw through him a show and he then he asked me to manage him and then I started getting him murals and then it just kind of started taking off from that point um when I noticed that I was really good at selling the artwork and throwing shows is when I decided to turn uh get another store and turn it into an actual gallery um so that was about three years ago okay right and so did you I mean had you prior to those three years or prior to even throwing the paint parties did you did you see yourself as a as an artist did you see yourself as a, like what what kind of field were you working in before you made this you know pretty dramatic shift I think I was just like a, a limbo type of person I always knew I wanted to I always had different jobs I mean I've had tons of tons of jobs what all have you done um, I, you know what, what, what are some of those like, jobs um, you know like McDonald's Walgreens I worked at printing companies I did the web design I've done um, I've sold candy sold knives did telemarketing um, worked at Burger King too I mean I've, I've done like a lot of different stuff I really in my 20s was just kind of in limbo like I don't know what I'm going to do, but I know I don't like working for people. So I want a good paying job that doesn't require so much of my time. Um, and then I think it was really just hit me when I started taking those painting classes that I wanted to continue to take painting classes, but make money off of it. Um, I even built myself like an art room, but I never thought of myself as an artist. I never was like, oh, I'm going to be an artist. You know, I, I never thought that. I just knew I would be in business. The creative field is something that once I started the painting, it just started snowballing into all these other things. It put me in like a whole nother world. It's never been intentional though. I've never like went to school for it. I've never, originally I went to college for about a year to do radio broadcasting. I wanted to be a radio DJ. That was always like my original passion was to do something like that. So, um, so yeah, yeah. Well, I so just, so now, I mean, it's interesting because now you find yourself at the center of this incredible movement that you are absolutely one of the engines of in an incredible artistic community. Um, so, what, like, how do you how do you think of the landscape of Chicago art right now, or maybe not even limited to Chicago art, but there's just you know you and and, and the people you show in the gallery, both in terms of the the shows that you have on the walls and the pop ups that you do on Tuesdays. And I want to talk about everything yeah. that goes on at the gallery, but like, yeah, how do you how do you think of this moment in 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 the scene or in Chicago art? Well, I actually now that I. I realize is um, gallery owners are are a representation of how the gallery is going. It's their vibe. It's their personality. It's it's who they are. So I think currently with all the works that I've been showing, um, it's it's my vibe. It's my personality. So now there's a lot of galleries I've always admired, or I think they show great stuff. But you could really tell. Um, the vibe of a gallery or, or what's behind it. And so 
I, I mean, I think the art scene is great. I think right now the artists are really pulling through and showing what's going on. And I think it's a beautiful thing. It's like they have their own language to have, you know, it, like artists when they, their artwork is, is diaries of like their life, you know? So I feel like right now it's just really beautiful to see a lot of the artists and their work. It's, it's just turned, everybody's just turning into something different as well. So, you know, with COVID happening and all these like bad things going on, I feel like it's took a turn for things and um, artists and gallery owners and, and, you know, entrepreneurs are really kind of, we're really, the light is really shining on people in a different way. We're really getting to know people for who they are. I feel like we're all kind of exposed and in, in, in a naked type of way where we could see who each other is. So, um, so yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, uh, and, and so, you know, I, I'm curious about the artists that you are working with and excited by. I know just recently you concluded a, a very successful show of the homie Langston Alston. Currently, you have King Rello's work up on the walls. Uh, these are these are two of the folks, but you work with many, many artists. Who, you know, who are some of the folks that you that you are working with and that you're excited about right now? Um, so I also manage Scent Rock, which is, he's amazing. Um, his work is you know, speaks volumes and is, you know, evolving. Um, so um, next weekend we have a pop-up with Scent Rock here at Vault Gallery. I also work with Haley Lassell Young. Um, her artwork is also really important to what I do and also speaks a lot of volume about what's going on as well. Um, so, you know, originally before everything was going on um, with, with everything, I had a whole uh, plan of who I wanted to show, um, but I've changed a lot in the past few months. So that is, that's also um, what I want to show and the type of vibe and what I want to give out to the public has, has definitely changed a lot. So, How so? Um, we also, um, I think with me starting to volunteer and do a lot more things and, and the protests I've been in, involved in and, everything that's been going on with the police and uh, the victims of police brutality and um, people of color and what's going on with COVID. I really want to, to tell, to have more depth with what we're showing here. I really wanted to um, reflect of who I am and what I care about. Um, so I'm going to, not to say that anybody I've had originally before in mind is bad, but I just feel like, you know, I'm on the lookout for some different things um, that kind of match what's going on in the gallery. Um, one of uh, we do also have a solo show coming up with Nico Washington, um, so that's another person I've been trying to get in the gallery that I really admire his work. So um, that's somebody else that we have coming up as well. Yeah, no, Nico's fantastic. So um, talk a little about uh, about then all of the different things you do in and out of the gallery, um, and, and you know this will air. Uh, while the King Rello show is up, so please talk about that show. But I, I know you guys are doing many more different things other than just what's on the walls. Yeah, so um, I'm still working on the mural movement um, now with the Black and Brown Unity Wall that we just finished here in Pilsen on 18th Street. I'm now looking to possibly do a mural. We still have some funding left in that. Um, so I want to do a mural in Detroit. So I'm looking at somewhere in Detroit and me and all um, seven of those artists will go there. We will also include some artists from Detroit, from that area. So we're looking um, for artists with that. So I'll continue with the black and brown unity wall. I'm going to still create, still raise funds for the mural movement. 
So that way we can look for areas that need murals that normally can't afford the murals or want to take that whole mural movement project into their area. Um, so, you know, besides the murals, it includes that community engagement I told you about, and then also beautifying elements, which means that we kind of go a few days prior and see different things we could upgrade. That might be like landscaping, repainting poles, cleaning up. So I really wanted to continue to do their projects, but maybe um, in different parts of Chicago, but outside of Chicago. So besides Detroit, I'm looking at New Orleans as well and in San Diego. Um, so that's for the mural movement. Um, I also manage Sand Rock and, um, and he has his pop-up coming up. He also has a big mural project along the freeway he just finished um, that we worked on. We do have some stuff coming up with him as well. Um, and I'm, I manage other mural projects and other projects. I, I, I kind of wear m- many hats. Yes, yeah, I know. I, um, I don't always know what to um, say my title is, but... Um, yeah, what, what do you say? I mean, it's, it's what, curator? It's, um, it's uh, yeah, how do, how, do you, how do you tell people what you do? I say, like, um, <laughs> curator, artist manager, project manager, um, yeah. art lover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but I, I you know, I, I do many different things, um, but I'll definitely continue with the mural movement and my volunteering with that and just try to get it in different cities. Um, also, another thing, which is a whole other side thing, is I'm creating an art curriculum for Yates Elementary. So we're going to do a nine-week program. So what's happening is some of these schools are now getting grants to for certain things, and some of them want to invest in art. So they want me to create like a program. So I'm trying to create something fun because I think once I hit this one out of the ballpark, other schools will, and I will try to have other artists involved in it, such as like Haley or Senrock doing different elements of art in there. Um, so, yeah. And then, and then you're yeah. also doing pop-ups in the store regularly on Tuesdays. Is that right? Yeah. So I started that because I volunteer a lot with Taco Sublime, which is a nonprofit food truck. He's been along the ride with me doing all this stuff. And one day I thought, I said, man, this guy, like, he needs to make some money. And I want to figure out how to help him. So I'm like, why don't we do Taco Tuesdays, you know, and then I'll also have some artists here if they want to sell stuff. We try, I try to have the youth here as well. We have someone um, by the name of, he goes by Kid, Kid from Pilsen. He's yeah. a photographer. Yeah. I have him in here um, so he can sell his stuff and kind of get the vibe of the, you know, just the gallery vibe and so we try to do different things. It, to me, it's more of a day for everybody else to kind of um, just to support everybody else's stuff. And I'm just kind of here chilling. Nice. So I started that on Tuesdays. And then we did the King Rello pop-up. He did a weekend pop-up. So I'll also be doing a select few pop-ups here and there. Um, and I may be doing like throwing in like a movie night and trying to find some really cool movies um, to do here in the gallery. I'm just trying to find different ways to kind of keep you know, um, kind of keep the flow going, um, get people together here and there. Um, so yeah. Yeah. And so of course, you know, the vault gallery is located on 18th street, right? It, uh, we, we, no, actually it's a few blocks. It's on 21st and Lafayette. It's in okay. the center of Pelson. Okay. Uh, we get, what's the address? 2015 South Laughlin. Okay. And, and why is it important for you, uh, that, that the gallery is in, is in Pilsen? 
So originally, my family is from Pilsen. My dad and my mom, they met here. They grew up here. Um, they moved away um, throughout the city, you know, to buy a family home. They moved to McKinley Park. They moved to the north side. Um, they split up, and then, you know, my mom moved to California. So one of the things is I feel like, um, one, my family's from here, so the roots are, are here. And two, I just love Pilsen. It's such a gem. I know my neighbors. I have their phone numbers. Um, I know the people working at the grocery store. I know the paleta man. You know, I, I, it's just such a, a gem to me. And I feel I want to be here to take care of it. Um, so that's why I feel it's important. And also, you know, I want to make sure that some of the things I do, especially owning a gallery or doing murals, is in areas that normally we don't see a lot of things in um so i want to make sure that you know i'm just on this side of town yeah no doubt um no it's great and and you know just uh salutes to all the things that you've been doing uh and and all the work that it takes to pull off these really important and beautiful productions uh what for you what what are some of the things you're looking forward to in in the future i mean like what is what is the evolution of of this work look like for you both in terms of your curatorial entrepreneurial um managerial aside but also in terms of the spaces that you're trying to build for people yeah so um right now i'm currently just trying to build a team so i could start to um branch off and and help these new things I'm doing, like the mural movement and managing projects. What I want to, my overall goal with the mural movement is somehow to do these projects out of the country and areas that really need it badly. So my my big bright idea is like rebuilding a community, you know? Um, And what I learned is I don't have to really wait See, I, ha- I don't have no money to rebuild them myself, but with the support of other people, we get it done together. Um, I don't have to wait for like politicians or, you know, some big person to come around and save us. I feel like with the support of others, we could do it on our own. So my over my goal would be to take it into like a country that, you know, is doing really bad or a community is doing really bad and not only add the whole mirror movement, but also add that our curriculum part of it to it. So when, if we're there, you know, a couple of weeks, we're doing a mural, the residents are working on the mural with us, but we're also doing like a, a little program for the kids to learn something, maybe throw them an art show. So that's kind of where my head is um, with that. Um, but right now I'm just trying to build a team and, continue doing all these things because it, it, it gets really hard i wear many hats so it's kind of hard to do all these things but i manage i love what i do um I, I i learned that i love to be overwhelmed and have a lot of things going on so um it that's sounds how I like work it best. it sounds like it and, and and who i mean how did you learn to juggle like that i mean or who did you learn from or you know is it just in in the doing or well, my mom has always been a really hard worker. She's always been really independent. So I definitely get it from my mom. Um, and one of the things that's like the joke in the family is I've always wanted to have a job. When I was 14, I forged my um, birth certificate to work at McDonald's. I had to be a 16. Um, so I've always been just very driven, very ambitious. Um, the best thing right now that's happening is everything I've like, as far as volunteering and, you know, doing everything I've been doing, I haven't gotten paid for which is which is great, and that's part part of the mural movement thing. But these are things that 
I've always done. I've always supported people. I've always helped people. And it's, it's, it's pretty cool now that people want to donate to help me continue to do these beautiful things. And so th- that is mind blowing because I've never had that type of luck or blessing where, you know, I've always been this good person. And at a young age, I've always felt bullied by being a good person. There's always been this moment at every new year where I'm like, this year I'm going to be tougher. I'm going to be more assertive and no one's going to walk all over me, you know? And I realize, you know what? I got to be who I am. There's going to be, I'll find people that will appreciate it, you know? And, and now I feel appreciated for doing the, the kind things that I do. And now I'm starting to notice that people want to invest and help keep me going on that. Yeah. And even just like getting interviews with you or interviews with other people, it's like, wow, people are taking notice for things that I love to do. I would do all day for free. You know, it's it, that's the that's a really great part of what's going happening right now, too. Yeah, no, for sure. Well, you're doing great work and it's it's obvious and important. And, and thank you for doing it. So how, how can people be in tune with what you're doing? Where are the best places where people can come to to the space to follow the work? Uh, what are some of those places? So um, the best would be Instagram, the Vault Gallery, and then the Mural Movements, or my personal page, which is my name, Delilah, and then first, 1ST. And usually I'm posting mostly on Instagram. I don't really use Twitter so much because um, I'm old, but, um, but yeah. <laughs> Word, that's what's up. Well, Delilah, thank you so much for being in the corner store and just, you know, continue. I know that the work is not easy, but it's really important and it's having a big imp- impact on culture, both here, but also I think the reverberations are great uh, and greater than beyond here. So uh, thank you and uh, just appreciate all your work. Thank, thank you. And and I want to just say thank you to all the artists that have been involved with everything I'm doing. You know, I, I wouldn't be able to do all these things without them telling me yes and 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 with no hesitation they're always there so you know i although i i'm a big part of that they're even bigger part they're the ones that come you know do the murals and leave us with these beautiful things that create conversation and and without that you know i I wouldn't even be noticed for those stuff i'm doing so i i just want to say shout out to them because you know they're they're all so amazing no absolutely cool well thank you awesome thank you Shout out our super producer, DJ Cashera. Big up boss man, Todd Manley. Thank you to our official corner store photog, Mercedes Zapata. Salutes to the snack door, Max. Also, please, y'all, follow our Instagram. It's corner underscore pod on IG, on Twitter. Tell us who you want to see in the corner store. And also, please consider dropping a couple of dollars into our Patreon account. It's patreon.com corner store underscore pod. The corner store is brought to you by Stolen Spirits.